All right, welcome everyone. This week's guest is Mandy White Escalin. She is a certified holistic nutrition expert, gut health expert, retired celebrity trainer, currently running a multi-million dollar sales team. So Mandy, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. And so for starters, just tell us a little bit about you. What got you into what helped you develop your passion for gut health? That's a great question. What really helped me have that passion was because I dealt with severe digestive issues years ago. So about 12 years ago, I got into fitness competitions. And during that competition time, you're on very strict diets, like really like every ounce, every food, like so very strict. But what actually happened, and I didn't know it at the time, with those strict diets that my coaches had me on, I developed these intolerances to foods that I was having on a daily basis. And it gradually happened, but I couldn't figure out why did I have a four pack and I looked like I was six months pregnant and in so much pain. So it was really, really bad. And I won my pro card in the WBFF. I went on to the pro level and competed, placed third in the world, but then the digestive issues kept getting worse and worse and worse, as well as metabolic issues and hormonal imbalances. And so finally it ended up in, I ended up in the emergency room about five days before one of my pro shows, five days. And I had fallen over in the gym in severe pain within my abdomen, couldn't figure out what's going on. And so the doctors were like, well, you're not allergic to anything. And I'm like, look, I'm telling you, every time I eat certain things, this is happening. So doctors were like, well, we don't know what to tell you. And it was literally after that competition that I had decided to take my health into my own hands, become my own health advocate and went to holistic nutrition school. And I went through about 2000 hours of holistic nutrition, gut health. I didn't at the time think, oh, well, I'm going to use this in the future. It was more like, I need to figure out how to heal my body. And then that's where I fell in love with gut health and went into that specialty. And then I was able to implement that into other, you know, helping other people like my clients, because I'm a retired celebrity trainer, so I could help my clients with their gut health, you know, and really understand nutrition and the gut from a completely different perspective. So I feel like it was necessary for me to go through all of that in order to really find my passion and, and be guided into that direction of helping other people. Yeah. Well, you see so many athletes uh, in bodybuilding or in all different kinds of sports who struggle with this kind of thing. So I've, I've definitely had problems myself, too. But, you know, as you as you got into it and, and you learned more, what would you say are like some of the most simple things that people are out there doing that are maybe they don't know it's having a negative impact on their gut health, but it is? <laughs> well, uh, maybe people don't know or they choose to not want to know. <laughs> that might be Fair a enough. better yeah. question. Um, but believe it or not, because our food is is processed, I mean, yeah. America has one of the worst as far as nutrition and processed foods and portion sizes and all of it. But what happens is when we consume a lot of those GMO foods or even just unhealthy process, unhealthy fats, chemicals, that sort of thing, it throws off our diversity in our micro, in our gut microbiome. And what I mean by that is all of these bad things start taking over all of the good bacteria. Then what happens is a compound effect. Our digestion slows down and stop working, but in our digestion, in our gut, 
90% of our serotonin, which is those happy neurotransmitters, is produced in the gut. Really? Yes. 90% of your happy hormones are produced in your gut. 50% of your dopamine is produced in your gut. 70% of your immune system is located in your gut. So when you throw that diversity off, it, it has a trigger effect to happiness, sadness, stress, mood, motivation, all of those things. That's where mental wellness comes into play with the gut, the gut-brain axis. But it's really fascinating because, you know, we see people eat. And let me just honestly say, I am far from perfect. Like, I live the 80-20 rule. I'm all about it. But I also know when to listen to my body because I know, okay, if I'm having these unhealthier foods multiple times, my body is going to start screaming at me and saying, stop, you know? But it's it. Do I choose to listen to it or not? And so I think a lot of people don't realize the foods that they're consuming and or not consuming like good things is affecting that diversity in the gut, which affects your mood, your motivation, your stress levels, anxiety, all of it comes from what's going on in the gut. It's really interesting. I mean, people Hmm. just don't know that, or like I said, maybe choose not to know that. I mean, I didn't know that. I guess I, I, I knew to some degree, but even just hearing you say that kind of made a little light bulb go off. Like, wow, what I eat's not just about how good my body looks, it's really about how good I feel upstairs too, so. Absolutely, and that's the thing, most people don't know that gut-brain connection. Yeah. And I, I love talking about this and I'm, I'm a total geek on it. Um, my husband calls me the gut health geek, but I totally like get excited and, and I've spoken on big stages about gut health. And I totally can geek out on this, but yeah. what's fascinating is people don't realize they, they treat their body. And I'm I'm not talking about what you look like, exactly like you said, yeah. but they treat their body like a dumpster and they just eat all of this because they're craving it. Well then, because of that diversity getting off, their body is gonna crave more of that bad thing. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but our gut brain connection. When we were, okay, an embryo, our gut and our brain were one. Mm-hmm. As we form into a fetus, it separates your brain and your gut, but it stays connected through what's called the vagus nerve. It's the second largest nerve in the body next to your spinal cord. So literally it is the second. So it it connects the brain and the gut and think of it as like a two-way highway, right? A two-way communication system from our gut to our brain. And most people don't realize that your gut, the reason they call it the second brain is because it is connected to your brain. But everything, like your even simple things on a day, is all affected by your gut. Yeah. Open the fridge. What am I craving? Oh man, I want that, that, that. Guess what? That's not your brain. That is actually your gut signaling to your brain what it's craving. And so that's where we can change not only the things that we on the outside, but we when we start changing what's going on on the inside, we get an external effect in a positive way that external habit changes because then you're like not going for the bad things over and over you're creating new habits new happy neurotransmitters new communication pathways to your brain and when you start taking care of the gut now your brain starts signaling oh you know what i'm not craving that oh you know what i'm ready to go exercise i feel motivated today so it's kind of this compound effect but they trigger each other and communicate with each other so like essentially if to dumb it down if you're if you're eating crap then over time your body's just going to get more and more and more accustomed to wanting more crap but the more that you're eating the things you should be eating following your meal plan your body's gonna your your gut's gonna start to tell your mind 
that, okay, I feel a lot better when I actually eat what I'm supposed to eat, right? Yes, okay. a- absolutely, absolutely. And and it's that over time of that craving and then mm-hmm. not lack of motivation because yeah. all of those happy little hormone neurotransmitters in your gut are not firing off properly. Yeah. And that's where, and we've seen it tremendously over the last three years since the pandemic, people eating, you know, I say eating more unhealthy, being more sedentary, and that affects mental wellness and like the statistics on anxiety, depression, stress, and suicide are through the roof ever since that because it all stems from how people are eating, what they're craving, and then it just begins to become a trigger, you know, like a domino effect for other things in their life. That makes a lot of sense. So I I eat uh, like a really specified meal plan six days a week, but I have my, I get my one cheat day per week that my trainer gives me. And I remember in the beginning, I would think like I would look forward to my cheat day so much <laughs> because it was like, it took all this discipline to eat the meal plan. Uh-huh. So when I finally eat the cheat day, it's like I'm on like cloud nine that whole day. <laughs> but I've started to notice a lot lately now that I've been following this for a year or so, that the day after cheat day is like, yeah. It's like working off a hangover almost <laughs> mm-hmm. or something because I I, yeah. I go pretty hard on my cheat day. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's, that makes a lot of sense. And it's really interesting you say that because most people don't realize that when you consistently eat healthy, and I'm good for you for following a meal plan, once you kind of know it, you'll be, it'll become a lifestyle. But most yeah. people don't realize that when you start putting all of those good things in your body and you feel better – then when you go and you put that other yeah. crap in your body, yeah. your body, like you said, it's a, like a hangover. That it's a food yeah. hangover because now your body doesn't even want it. It doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. And it's like, why did you do that to me? You know. And then it yeah. takes you a few days to get back on schedule. Versus if you live that like eighty twenty, like you know, like we had dessert last night at dinner. You know, like I don't not eat. I eat a lot. But to have the moderation in the interim, right? Instead of saving it all for one day, maybe try splitting it up. Have, you know, a couple, because then your body may not react so drastically on Monday. You know, if your cheat day is Sunday and then you have um, Monday, you're like, okay, I really need to focus and get... By yeah. the way, brain fog. Do you ever notice you have brain fog? I after? I was a while ago. I, I made a few adjustments, but on the next day, yes, mm-hmm. definitely. And yeah. today's Saturday's cheat day. So today was <laughs> this morning was that morning where I woke up and I was kind of like, all right, I need an extra cup of coffee <laughs> and like maybe a little an extra hour to kind of get myself focused. So. Yeah, it, it does. That's another thing that people don't realize is, is your brain fog and your mental clarity, like your focus, ability to focus comes from your gut. So like you, that's why I asked you, because it's usually that is very, very typical yeah. that when you eat that way, you're the next day, you're going to have some brain fog because yeah. that gut and that brain is not communicating. And it is, it's kind of like a, a hangover, but how much better do you feel when you make those choices all, you know, during the oh, week so and don't you have like so much more clarity and focus and like, yeah. I got this. Yeah. I've noticed. And like you just said, I've noticed it's almost like before when I wasn't eating well, after each meal, I felt a little bit tired and a little bit sluggish. Mm-hmm. And I almost needed like another half hour or hour to get back on track. And that really hurts your productivity. I mean, if you're an entrepreneur and you're eating three meals a week, and for every meal you have to 
eat the meal and then like recover from the yeah. meal mentally that that can eat up a solid three four hours of your day right there absolutely so, and you don't have time for that i mean yeah. you're a busy entrepreneur like you don't have time like i don't have that time to waste or to not be productive or yeah. to feel sluggish or chase the coffee you know just to yeah. kind of pick myself back up so i totally understand that and a lot of people have that and i've went through that you know that's one of the reasons that i can speak on this and share because i dealt with years of this yeah i dealt with years of the brain fog the lack of motivation like the 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 digestive issues until i figured out how to heal my body and then go oh that's why okay got it now let me save you let me save you from you know going through some of the same things that i went through because yeah. there are ways that we can we can help each other that's awesome and so like like so many others when you when you experience that you know that transformation for yourself and you felt like you got the answer to it you actually started uh, leaning into a business to help other people do that, right? Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. How did that start? Well, that I love that part of my story because, again, I believe our story is designed not for us, but designed, we go through it for a purpose to share with others so others can relate, so we yeah. can impact others' lives through our own story. So these, all these things were necessary. And my husband saw me and I, we were both trainers in the gym. Mm -hmm. uh, we would train client after client after client, eight to 10 hours every single day. And in order to make ends meet, he had a night job in the service industry. I would go home, take care of the kids, write hours of meal plans for our clients. And we were both burnout. We were broke. We were frustrated. There was always more months than there was money. And, yeah. you know, like when you walk into the gym, some months it's packed and other months it's a ghost town. Like that's kind of how a yeah. personal trainer's bank account is. And so we decided we, we knew that we had a passion. We knew we're like, we want to help more people. We just weren't in the right vehicle. Obviously, yeah. personal training was not going to get us to where we wanted to be. So we had to figure out like, where can we go? And and we met people and, you know, opportunities presented itself. And we aligned ourselves with a company that's all around. It's called the Mental Wellness Company, but it's all around helping people heal their gut, decrease inflammation in their body with those happy neurotransmitters, all of that. So it was in perfect alignment for us. And we've been doing that for four years now. Blessed that we, it was right before the lockdowns happened. And so I think that, and it's kind of funny that we all have that time period. Everybody knows when lockdowns were, yeah. you know, it's kind of a benchmark now for yep. history, but we're grateful that, that we aligned ourselves before that. And yeah. then through that pandemic, been able to help people around the world all through the internet and via Zoom. Yeah. And so that's what we've, we've built an amazing, not only team, but we've been able to personally impact over 20,000 lives, personally impact over 20,000 lives in the last four years. And to me, that is a greater impact because I believe in that ripple effect, right? Like the butterfly effect. And we've been able to help so many more people by aligning ourselves with this and and truly not give ourselves that that time freedom back. You yeah. know, being able to work from home with each other, it's a completely different life than we had about five years ago. Yeah, that's incredible. And, you know, you mentioned COVID. That was probably when your guys' services were just needed the most yeah. for everybody. That was probably like the golden era of people saying, screw my diet and screw my <laughs> workout routine. Yeah. I'm going to go do whatever I want, I guess. So, yeah. I mean, for you guys to get into a position like that. So tell me a little bit more about your business. I mean, obviously, it's incredible to to be helping people. What are What are some of the benefits that 
you know, your clients and the other people on your team get to see? Oh, I love that question. So the some of the benefits, and let me, hold on, before I talk about the benefits, let's go back to okay. a second about, you know, the whole pandemic thing. Yeah. Because I think that's when people allowed themselves the, uh, the, the excuse mm -hmm. to let's just sit on the couch and do Netflix because I have no idea what's gonna happen in the world. Yep. And that's when things started to shift. People actually became more unhealthy during that time because when you're locked in your house, first of all, we're social creatures. We are not meant to be isolated. Second yep. of all, when you don't go out of your house, you're not exposing your body and your immune system to the natural things that we need in order to keep our immune system working. Yep. So people's immune system got lowered during that time as well. Then when they would go out, bam, they would get sick because they were so isolated. Yeah. And so during that time, yes, we our services were needed so badly. And I'm grateful that we found the vehicle that we did so that way we, we could go on social media. I mean, we built one of the fastest growing teams in New Zealand and Australia during the pandemic and never met one of those people in person. Wow. So that just goes to show you how this can have like a global reach. And we knew that that's what we wanted to do. So we were able to find that. Now, some of the benefits that people have it, whenever they work with us or um, because I use my holistic nutrition and my gut um, and my personal training, I'm able to really help somebody figure out what's going on in their body. So yeah. first of all, getting to the root, which really is through the gut. Um, we help people with inflammation overall in their body, circulation. We help people naturally heal their gut so that their immune system is boosted. They feel happier. Wow. They feel more productive. And then, then they go and they make the changes in their life that they really want to because they feel more motivated. They don't feel as sad and depressed. And everything that we do has clinical studies. Matter of fact, we have over 100 clinical studies done on the stuff that we recommend, which to me says a lot because I wanna see those studies with my background and we know, and I wouldn't put my name, my reputation on something that I didn't wholeheartedly believe in and know yeah. that it's gonna do some good in people and really be able to help people naturally with stress, anxiety, and depression without them going to a doctor and getting a script for antidepressants, which by the way, I don't know if you know this, 37 million Americans are on antidepressants right now. Wow. 37 million. Jeez. And what happens there is when a doctor puts you on antidepressants, it basically completely suppresses your own natural, your body's own natural production of those happy neurotransmitters. It basically overrides it, shuts it down. So then people become like zombies, like no emotion, right? Because it's they doesn't it doesn't allow you to feel those emotions. Well, what we do is we want to do the complete opposite. We want to help heal the gut so that your body is producing those happy neurotransmitters and happy hormones again. So then people literally feel better. And it's all done through specific strains of probiotics. So not like, okay, here's a capsule, it's got 50 million strains in it. It's like shooting a shotgun you know, at a yeah. target and hope one hit. The doctor that we partnered with has taken time meticulously to figure out which ones do what job in the body. Now, if you ask me, I could never even say the names of those <laughs> specific ones, yeah. but they all are designed, think about them as natural little microchips, right? That are that go into your body to do a specific job. Yeah. So he's figured out how to help your gut specifically with these certain strains to do a specific job. 
produce more serotonin and dopamine, right? Another another one is to help with mood and decrease stress, clinically proven by 70%, which we all have stress. Yeah. So when we're able to do those things through the gut and really help people, they're going to change their lives. And it's beautiful to see that ripple effect happen over the last, you know, three, four years of the lives and what they've done and then how they choose, you know what, I wanna help other people. Yeah. I wanna help other people feel just as good. And then, you know, it's affiliate marketing. We show them just how to share and help more people. And then that's where we get that whole ripple effect and building something that's leaving a legacy, right? When you change somebody's life, that to me is so satisfying, gratifying, fulfilling that I know that even indirectly, I've been able to change someone's life yeah. and change it for the better and maybe save them from becoming a statistic. That's powerful. That is really powerful. Yeah, because I mean, when you get to, I've, I've had those experiences too, where it's like somebody who's like, maybe someone you taught, someone they taught, someone they taught, it's like three or four generations deep. Yeah. That's like the coolest feeling ever to see somebody that you've maybe not even met yet, who's had, who's benefited from the work you've done or the experiences you've had. So that's incredible. Yeah, thank you. Well, there's something on here I wanted to ask you about. Um, you're getting involved in something called the March to a Million movement, right? Mm -hmm. well, tell us about that. Yes. Yeah, so that is our mental wellness movement. Our This movement is our goal in the next five years is to impact a million lives around the world Wow! through mental wellness. Because no matter what country you live in, there's stress, there's anxiety, there's depression, yeah. there may be inflation, there may be you know, a recession, no matter what that is, people are all suffering with the same things, no matter what language we speak. Yeah. We all speak the same language of being human beings. And so we have a goal uh, to impact a million lives in the next five years through mental wellness. Wow. That's and uh, awesome. it's really cool to see people joining a movement. You know, this isn't about selling a product. This isn't about, you know, recruiting people. This is about a movement of helping people. And to me, that's that legacy. That's building that legacy and leaving a dent in the universe. And I love that. I heard that last week. And I'm like, that's it. That resonates with me. Not just leaving a legacy for my family, like making a dent in the universe, knowing that I've impacted enough lives that it's going to change for future generations. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. A million people is a pretty big dent too. Yeah. So, um, so I'm sure you talk to people about gut health all the time, right? What are some of the most common things that people are skeptical about? Everything you say makes perfect sense to me, but like, <laughs> what are some of the most common uh, things you see that people are skeptical about? Well, first of all, and I think this is funny. I've actually had a few people say, well, I don't believe in supplements. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's interesting because if you only knew how our soil is overturned, our crops are just, they're picked before they're ripe. So either they ripen on the way to the grocery store or they're sprayed with a chemical to force them to produce the color, but they're still lacking and the soil is lacking a lot of the important micronutrients that our bodies need. And I know this is kind of scientific, but I, you asked, what are some of the things that people yeah. say? This is why I will, I will go and explain this to someone because I think it's so important to know your body is not, even from the food that we eat today, it's not getting everything that we need. We have to supplement. Supplement means in addition to. So yeah. we have to be able to fill in the gaps of what we can't get from our food sure. because there's certain things that our body doesn't produce on its own that we need to fill in, right? 
Um, and so people are like, oh, I don't need supplements. I'm like, well, all right, let's talk. I'm very adamant about that <laughs> because I understand from the holistic nutrition side about the lack of stuff that we have in, in our food that our bodies really need. Yeah. And it's interesting. My husband is from Finland. We've traveled a lot to Europe. Um, and the food there is completely different than it is here in the United States. Completely yeah. different. They have different regulations. They don't use the pesticides and herbicides. Their soil isn't overturned and, you know, crops are overproduced the way that ours is. So it's interesting to see even the way that, like, my body reacts when I travel to other countries and eat a cleaner food and better quality food, knowing that what we have here in the US, we have to be able to supplement. So yeah. that's the biggest one. Like biggest one is that we can't get everything that we need from our food today. We have to be able to supplement. We have to be able to give our body the important micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, enzymes, antioxidants that we're not getting from that food alone. <clears throat> and that's probably one of the biggest ones. The other one is the diet culture. I am very anti-diet. I hate the word because diet is based in deprivation. Now yeah. I can say, what does your diet look like, right? What sure. is What do you consume on a daily basis? But the actual word diet is based in deprivation. Let's pull this away, let's pull this away, let's pull yeah. this away, let's restrict this, let's cut this food group out. Well, we're already not getting everything that we need from our food alone. So we are, I say anti-diet, we teach people how to actually eat real food. Yeah how to eat real food, how to pair a protein, a fat, and a carb for every single meal. Because if you think about how babies were born, I have two kids, when they were born, they ate or nursed every about three hours. Well, that's how our body is designed to process food. But somehow we've figured, oh no, let's not eat till this time and let's cut off food at this time. So educating people on, no, your body needs these things. We don't need to restrict more. Now, can we cut out some of the over-processed things? Of course, yeah. but keep that in moderation. But let's get you away from that diet mentality. Let's speed up your metabolism because if, you, and you're following a meal plan. Yeah. So you know this, when you're eating like every three to four hours, your body is like, oh man, he's feeding me again. I got to burn this off. Yeah. Okay. Next meal comes and you create the habit, right? The right. the habit for your gut and for your body to know that it's getting fed again. So that's going to speed up that metabolism. And that's going to get you into a fat burning mode instead of a fat storing mode. Yeah. And that's really important for people to see. They think, oh, I got to pull pull away more. I got to deprive myself more in order to lose weight when actually it has the adverse effect. And what I mean by the adverse effect is when you start pulling away too much, your natural stress levels in your body, your cortisol levels go higher. Yeah. That is your fat storing hormone. Now your body's pissed at you and going, all right, you're not going to feed me? Watch this one. Yeah. And then it's going to store everything as fat. And then, and then it's going to eat away at muscle, which muscle is healthier than fat. So when you're not feeding yourself, your body's got two things. It's like, well, if she's not feeding me, I'm either going to chop up some healthy muscle to fuel me, or I'm going to use this fat and it's always going to go to muscle first. So we teach people how to keep muscle, burn fat and cut, stop that diet cycle because it's not healthy mentally. It's not healthy for you physically. And your overall health is what we aim for. When we get people healthy, they lose weight and burn fat. Yeah. Instead of attempting to, oh, let me get that number on the scale down, which a lot of time you're compromising muscle, let's feed your body properly. Let's get your body in that fat uh, burning mode and keeping the muscle mode, and then you're going to lose more weight in the long run. But we focus on getting people healthy, giving their bodies what they need, healing their gut, 
helping them break that cycle of dieting and then they're going to lose weight and they're going to feel more happy they're going to be more motivated yeah and that's where it shows up that long-term sustainable lifestyle that's awesome i can't get over how you said there's so many people who just say they don't believe in supplements oh yeah i mean so they're even for me i'm and i'm the furthest thing from a gut health expert i've, <laughs> I've learned more about it in our half hour here than ever before but <laughs> I just can't imagine sitting there when somebody offering you something that could be good for your body and could make you feel better. And I just can't imagine thinking like, no, I'm absolutely getting everything that I need right now. Like, what are those people eating that they're so confident <laughs> that they're getting everything they need? You know, oh, that's, that's it's funny because they do. They will go head to head with me and I'm like, oh, you're going to totally lose this battle. Yeah. But they're like, well, I eat all organic and I eat all raw. And I'm like, first of all, organic does only means that it's not sprayed with a pesticide. Yeah. Does that mean that there's overspray from other farms? Does that mean there's cross-contamination from other things? No. Yeah. So organic, yes. Obviously, you want to choose organic when possible. But when you can choose something wild, wild is actually better than organic. Wild is grown. It's not farmed. Does it make sense? Yeah. It's not over, like it's literally grown in the wild. So yeah. the soil has everything that it needs. So wild is the best, right? And yeah. and I'm not just talking wild fish. I'm talking about like wild Alaskan blueberries. That's one of the ingredients and in, key ingredients in what we do because it has 10 times the amount of antioxidants than a wow. regular blueberry does. And so, you know, wild first and then organic second when you know whenever you can but people are honestly well i get everything that i need from my food and that's where i'm educating them like the soil you know cross-contamination it's it's either sprayed or it's uh, picked before it's ripe in order to ripen at the grocery store so it might look beautiful it might be a beautiful bell pepper but do you know like what farm was that from where was the soil that sort of thing and this is where we don't know what our body's getting or not getting. So we have to be able to supplement. I mean, it's, yeah. it's to me, it blows my mind when people actually say that to me. I'm like, yeah. I, and some of them I can't even argue with. I'm like, you know what? You're just a, a lost cause. Like uh, I can't, I can only educate and you still choose what you want. But what happens over time too, when we are not getting those important micronutrients, let's take vitamin D. We're here in Vegas. It's 118 degrees outside. We're not going outside as much. Yeah. We're vitamin D deficient. Yeah. And and Vegas has one of the highest of vitamin D deficiencies because of the heat here. Right. So people don't go outside enough. But think about that. We have to still get that vitamin D because what happens if we don't get the vitamin D is our immune system is lower, right? Our energy levels are lower. So there's things when we're not getting everything that we need, including those important micronutrients that affects our body in some other way, not just our gut, but our overall health. So that's why supplementing is vital because, you know, doctors will give a script for medicine and then you got to combat it with this prescription and this one and this one. But really and truly, if we can get back to feeding our body, giving our body everything that it needs, including supplements, that's when your body is designed to do, to be healthy, to have yeah. a healthy immune system and a healthy immune response. And then that way people are healthier over time versus like, okay, well, you come back to me in like five years if you don't want to take some supplements and then let's talk about your health. Yeah. Let's compare it to, let's mark this day right now and let's compare it in five years from now. Yeah. Even a year from now, let's see how your health actually is. Yeah. And I've even, um, with my trainer, he's he's a great guy. He knows his stuff. He does a great job. And 
every time that I'll complain about being tired on a particular day or sore on a particular day, the first thing he always goes to is that's probably micronutrient related. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I'm eating the same, mm -hmm. I'm eating mm -hmm. the same thing on Tuesday that I ate on Monday, you know, so I'm eating the same thing, doing the same workouts, burning about the same amount of calories. But especially if we're like in an intense part mm -hmm. of, of a cut or something, he's first thing he always goes to is, are you still taking your vitamins? Are you still taking all the micronutrients that exactly. you need Exactly. So. And that's a smart coach. I didn't know that when I was competing. My coaches yeah. that I hired to get me ready for competition did not educate me on this. And I didn't know, right? Yeah. And and I don't want to say ignorance is bliss. I didn't know back then. I didn't know what I know now. And so that's a really great trainer that he understands the importance of, of those things because yeah. we can't get it all from our food alone. And you know, one of the things that I learned, I was eating the same foods almost every day. Mm. Chicken, tilapia, ground oh, yeah. turkey, eggs. Well, what happened is my body started rejecting that. My body started to reject things that I was having on a daily basis. I became intolerant to not only gluten and dairy, so I couldn't have whey protein. Wow. Also, eggs. I couldn't have eggs for two years till I mm. healed my gut enough and understood it. Now I can have eggs and and also in chicken. And my body began to reject the things that I was having on a daily basis because it didn't have the micronutrients. I wasn't cycling out my proteins. So there's so many other things to, you know, take into consideration. And when it comes to supplementation, you know, people will say, or I've even seen the opposite. You know, got the people that don't believe in supplements, but then I've got the other into the spectrum where people are taking like these handfuls of all these like tablets and pills sure. in the morning. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, let, let's go through that. Let's figure out because there's certain things that you need to take in the morning and there's certain things that you need to take at night. Um, like your water solubles should be in the morning. Your fat solubles should be at night. Vitamin A, D, E, and K, that should be in the evening. Not in, And omega-3 should be in the evening, not in the morning. It's just how our bodies are designed. The other thing is, Liquid is always better, right? Liquid is always better because liquid, like a liquid vitamin, like we have a concentrated liquid superfood mm -hmm. that has 22 superfoods on it, very high in antioxidants, but it's all based in liquid form because our body can absorb it very quickly. Same thing with collagen. There's certain types of collagen that your gut needs, but if you just take a collagen tablet or a powder, now your body has to go and process that diff differently than a liquid where your body is able to utilize that liquid right away and do let put it to work, right? Absorb mm. it and put it to work designed what it's supposed to do. So yeah. there's the two ends of the spectrum, but good for you and for your, you know, trainer that is talking about the supplementation and and how he knows that yes, it comes from those micronutrients. There's not a lot of people that understand that yet. It's starting yeah. to come more into the forefront and people are understanding it. And I think that's really awesome that he does that. That's awesome. And he, yeah, he's not even an expert on it either. He just, I guess he knows that's the problem. So mm -hmm. he's like, all right, we should probably take a look at, at this. But yeah, I had, you mentioned collagen too. What are some of the things collagen is good for? Because I just had, like just last week, I was in jujitsu and I pulled up, like pulled a muscle or tore a muscle in here. And so I went to my uh, physical therapist about it and he did some cupping and needling and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, is there anything else I could be doing outside of this that'll help heal that kind of thing and help prevent that kind of injury? And he was like, what's your collagen situation? And I was like, "Yeah, I, I, had no, I didn't even 
have any idea what collagen is, what it does. So what are some things that you would typically recommend collagen as a solution for? There's a few different types of collagen. So yeah. first of all, um, there's collagen that our bodies make. However, there's other collagens that we have to take in externally in order for our body to produce those other types of collagen. Yeah. So there's three main types of collagen. Collagen type one is like a marine collagen. Okay, that's great for your hair, skin, and nails. Okay. okay? Then there's type two, which is um, more on the lines of like a, a chicken cartilage kind of mm -hmm. um, collagen. And then there's like a bovine type three collagen. Bovine type three we cannot make ourselves like we have to get it from an external source yeah but bovine type 3 that helps actually heal the gut lining so now your body can absorb nutrients so when i'm talking about healing the gut i'm talking specifically about like that type of collagen hmm. because that type of collagen not only helps heal the gut lining it also helps with your joints, ligaments, tendons and your That's bones probably why they're mm -hmm. so there's different types though so that's where you want to really like understand like the different types. What do I need it for? Um, because I've seen, you know, companies, they have like the scoop and it says collagen peptides. That doesn't tell me anything as to what type of peptide, what is it, you know, type one, two, three. To me, it's educating people knowing what's on the labels, but there's a reason for certain types. And how I learned about this was when I was dealing with my years of gut health issues. Yeah. And when I was in holistic nutrition school, um, one of my professors had recommended to make my own beef bone broth. So for years, and this is, it's funny, but it's not funny. So I would go to the butcher. I would get the beef bones that had all the marrow in it. Mm -hmm. And there's a recipe for it with a little bit of apple cider vinegar, some some fresh um, thyme, some, some fresh um, celery and carrots and onions and stuff. But you cook that down. I literally every week would make um, a slow cooker worth of beef bone broth and I would put it in the mason jars and I would have it two to three times a day because wow. it was the only way that I, at that time, 10, 11 years ago, could get that type of beef, you know, the bovine type three collagen to help heal my gut lining. Hmm. They didn't have companies like we're aligned with now that has something liquid yeah. that actually tastes like candy versus, I can't even <laughs> drink, yes, I cannot even drink beef bone broth. I smell it now because I <laughs> drank it for so long that, but did it serve my body? Absolutely, I yeah. needed that. And, and there's so many cool ways now that you can get that right type that's not drinking bone broth every sure. single day, but it, there is important. So with your neck, I think that's awesome that he recommended collagen because yeah. it's true. We need it for, I mean, ladies all like, oh, I need collagen in my face, yeah. like pretty, but yeah. no, we actually need it in our bodies. And even men, like you need that specific type of collagen in order to help your body recover, to help your body, you know, repair because you can't get it from your food alone. And yeah. so when we give our body the right type now our body can make those other types and then your body can also help itself repair it help it repair itself excuse me awesome well gonna be making some beef broth later tonight <laughs> I honestly and i mean of all the things that doesn't sound terrible i could i could drink beef broth it's better than like you know like sardines or something like that oh, so yeah 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 my husband used to eat sardines all the time yeah yeah way better than sardines <laughs> to, to each his own right <laughs> yeah cool well, I mean, another thing that, you know, I wanted to ask you about is, um, so we talked a lot about the mind-gut connection. Mm -hmm. um, what role does, like, mindfulness play? And do 
you do anything like meditation in order to help? Yeah, that's a great question. Because remember I said it was a two-way communication. So yeah. there are things that we can do mentally with our mind power, with here this part to communicate differently. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a very big breather, a believer in like breathing techniques in the morning. Every morning I go outside, let my dog out to pee. I stand in the sun, I face the sun, and I do what's called the shining skull breath, breathing to bring in that nitric oxide and fresh oxygen so that I get that blood flow circulating through my brain, through my body. And then I practice gratitude, setting my intentions for the day. But I think a big piece of that, people, and I used to do this, go into, let me grab my phone, go into complete reaction mode for the day. Yeah. I did that for so long and I never got myself grounded, breathing, clear mind, what do I want for today? What am I grateful for? You know, feeling the sun on my on my skin, um, it was a habit that I had I had to create. It was a habit that I had to force myself to do. But once I did it and it became that habit, now it, I feel off in my day if I don't go outside and do that. Now, if it's cold outside, I'm obviously going to stand inside by a window or something. Yeah. But right now it's 105 degrees, 110 outside when I go in the morning. But I feel like that's an important thing to really work on our mind too, because that is going to help us determine how are we proactive for the day, getting our head clear, not getting into that reaction mode. What intentions do I have for today? Who am I? Who am I supposed to serve? You know, and 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 I do. I know that's kind of deep. I ask the universe, God, whatever you believe in, like please place the people in front of me today that I need to serve. And it always happens that those people come into my life, and I realize, okay, they're coming into my life because I'm here to serve them, yeah. and I'm here to help them in some way. I'm here to figure out what can I do for that person because it's not our journey is really not about us but breathing techniques meditation um I, I do a lot of personal development work my husband and i i've i've been doing it for over oh my gosh since 1999 okay so that's almost 24 years i've been doing personal development work on my mind because it just like your car needs a tune-up right or your car sometimes the um, you got to change the oil in it. Yeah. Other times you got to rotate the tires or the sure. tires get out of balance. We have to do the same thing. Don't have to. We get to do the same thing with our mind. We get to do the same thing with our brain and our body. Yeah. Is doing that tune-up, how can I fix things up here so that I can be a better mom, be a better wife, be a better business owner, be a, a better you know entrepreneur and leader? I get to work on this and take responsibility for, for what goes on here. And even doing like frequency healing, I was just at um, my girlfriend Camilla's and she has these frequency machines. And depending on what's going on frequency wise in your body, there's certain, there's certain frequencies that your body needs in order to go and heal itself. Yeah. And I believe in all of that, like whatever we can do, do it, right? Like whatever you can do to help your body, help your mind, because your mind is also, it, it's a its its a fertile ground. Yeah. If you don't plant something in fertile soil, weeds will grow. Yeah. And so it's our job and our opportunity, I guess, the privilege to be able to go pick those weeds and plant specifically what we want Yeah. in our mind and then cultivate that. I'm, I'm the same way because, I mean, you know, nowadays with, with social media and with YouTube, there's thousand things that are beneficial things that people are recommending every day. So it'd be impossible to do everything every day, but 
I, I love trying anything once or twice and <laughs> seeing if it works well for you. I, I love doing all kinds of things like that. So. I love that. What, what I know this is you interviewing me, but <laughs> what, what's some of the things that you have tried that you found that you like that you didn't know? Well, I guess something I was really surprised about two things. One was meditation. Mm -hmm. I remember when it was first recommended to me to practice meditation regularly. I, I guess I just had a, a weird stigma in my head about it. I sure. was like, that sounds made up. Frou -frou like, yeah, <laughs> like that sounds made up. And yeah. so after actually really giving it a shot and trying it, it's one of my favorite ways to, I guess, recenter myself mm -hmm. if I notice that I'm a little bit anxious. I'm not great at consistently working it into my regular weekly routine. But every now and then, if I'm not feeling 100% and I'm feeling a little scatterbrained, mm -hmm. it's my favorite thing. Actually, I'll go and right there over on that couch is where I typically meditate because my office is over in there. So I'll just kind of leave my office alone, come in here, meditate for a half hour or something like that. I love that. And yeah. it's so important. <clears throat> Even like there's 10 minute meditations that I've oh, found yeah. on YouTube, you know, 10 minute meditation for abundance, 10 minute meditation. Totally. If you've got like this monkey brain and all the scatter brain, yeah. like there's so many different meditations. And sometimes I'll do exactly that. I just go, okay, step away from my desk. I will go because we work from home. So I'll go into a different area. I'll put headphones on. I'll do meditation. And I feel so much different. Yeah. I feel better, not just physically, but even mentally. Yeah. I feel better, you know, to be able, because we we do hustle. We we work a lot. We have multiple yeah. businesses, um, you know, and we're successful. So we have to switch hats at times, you know, and we're hustling over here and we're fixing this over here and we're, you know, mo massive momentum over here and this and we're, so if my brain is not working properly, obviously I know the whole gut gut part of it. Yeah. But then to be able to take that time out for myself, take that 10, 20, 30 minutes, whatever works for you, mm -hmm. recalibrate, clear your mind, because the more that we can clear all of that chaotic craziness, um, it's like hearing like 10 different radio stations all at once. Yeah. If we can clear it <clears throat> to focus on that one radio station of what do we need to get to get done? I think that's been one of the things that has helped my husband and I become so successful yeah. because we're able to not only just have multiple things, but be successful at multiple things. Yeah. Being able to clear that mind and focus on what do I, what is my intention with this one? What am I, what are my goals? Um, what do I want to manifest in this area? And using meditation as a big piece of that journey to help us create the habits and the habits create success. Yeah, that's been incredible. And it's so it's so quick, right? Because imagine whenever I do it afterwards for, like you said, I'll do sometimes just 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but afterwards, I feel I feel almost like the reset button was pressed on the day. And then I can just like re begin and have a whole productive day, even if it's already three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and if I hadn't done that, I probably would have just kind of like run out the clock on the rest of the day mm -hmm. and just gone through the motions. So I definitely think it makes us all more productive. And yeah. I think being business owners or having a team, I think it's it's imperative for us to also teach that to others yeah. and and help them become more productive, not just in business, but as a human being. How can how, what have you done for your soul today? How can you really be more productive on a, a soul cellular level in addition to taking care of the physical body. Yeah, definitely. I love that. 
Good yeah. for you. I'm glad that you do that too. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun and things like that. I, you know, I used to I used to be very set in my ways, and a couple of years ago, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna start trying stuff. And I think there's actually something really healthy about just trying new things regularly. Also, so yeah. How about you? Have you tried anything interesting and new in the last uh, last couple months? Oh, that's a that's a great question. Oh my gosh. I am always for trying new things, right? Yeah. If something isn't working, I believe a lot in the habit of plan, do, review, right? Yeah. Like, so let's say I plan my day. At the end of the day, I'm going to review my day. Did I accomplish what I wanted? Was was I, you know, even attitude-wise, was I where I wanted to be? Was I the leader and the, the woman that I wanted to be? Mm -hmm. And then I review it, I plan, do it, and review it. Okay, tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to do something different, right? Or here's where I'm going to tweak this. Because it's it's not about perfection. I am far from perfection. Oh, my gosh. Um, but it's about becoming 1% better every day. Yeah. What can I do today that I didn't do yesterday? Or how can I do something today better than I did it yesterday? Because I'm not in competition with anyone. And social media is a really tough thing because yeah. I have teenagers. I have a teenage daughter and a teenage son. And that social media... That's their reality. Mm -hmm. They're comparing themselves, their life, everything. And, and I see it because the number one death in teenagers right now is suicide. Yeah. And I try not to get choked up about it because as a mom of two teenagers, that is, a, that is a really big thing for me, not only to be able to help them with their mental wellness, but knowing that that's not reality. That's don't yeah. compare yourself to someone's highlight reel, like and, and all the highlights of their life because no one is perfect. But how can I choose to be 1% better than who I was yesterday? Not in, not how can I be better like them? How can I, Mandy, be better, a better wife today? How can I be a more present mom? How can I be, you know, a more uh, patient and compassionate leader? Yeah. How can I, you know, whatever it is, how can I be better? And it's not in comparison to someone else. It's in comparison of, of me yeah. and looking in my mirror. And and a lot of people don't want to face that reality. Like they don't want to look in the mirror. They it's We have a very victim uh, society where they want to blame others for why they're not where they want to be in life yeah. or they're a victim to this circumstance and that's why they can't do X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, and for me, it's like, Results are often harsh, always fair. And one of my mentors, Jeff Rogers, has instilled that in me for 20 years. Re results, often harsh, always fair. When we get to take a look at our results, and that, and I'm not talking about what you look like physically, mm -hmm. I'm talking about in your life. Those results, those habits that you created, you get to take a look at that. I get to take a look at that and go, okay, if I don't like the result, it's fair. I might not like it, it's fair, but it's yeah. up to me to do something different to get a different result. So when we do the plan do review of our day, like, okay, could I have been more patient here? Okay, could I have, you know, been more focused and less distracted here in this area? When I can plan do review and review my results, whether it's for the day, whether it's from this interview, whether it's from a meeting, whether it's from time with my husband, whatever that is, and then know that that is my results but I can choose differently tomorrow. I can do it, you know, acknowledge it, take responsibility. Cause when you get out of response, when you take responsibility, it gets you out of the victim mentality and go, you know what? It's not anybody's fault, mine. It's not to blame anyone else. I take responsibility for the results of my life and I choose to do something different. 
And that I believe is a habit that I've created over the last 24 years in personal development is taking responsibility, not blaming someone else, not, oh, it's your fault, it's it's so-and-so's fault, or it's the company's fault. It's literally up to me. If it is to be, it is up to me. So what can I choose to do different? What do I wanna create differently? How can I grow into a better leader, mom, wife, and a business owner? But I get to take a look at the, what those things are because the results, or where I am, that doesn't mean that that's where I'm going, yeah. so. Well, and I think even just that statement of how do I get to be a better leader, that's one that you only really hear somewhat experienced mature leaders saying that because the, you know, those level one or level two leaders, I hear it so much at the time that they're like, oh, my team sucks, or this person sucks, <laughs> or my team's not doing well at all. This stuff looks like, on you that means yeah. you're not providing enough to them like not to say even the most excellent leader it's not to say you're going to make everyone successful but like a great leader like yourself is going to look at how can you be a better leader not can how can i find better people you know <laughs> right yeah i i love that and i'm glad that you brought that up about leadership because i in the past um i thought certain people were good leaders. And what I got to see was the leader that I never want to be. Yeah. So instead of being victim to their lack of leadership or how they treated me, I get to look at that and go, you know what? Okay, that just showed me exactly who I don't want to be. So how can I be a better leader? How can I do the opposite of what they did so that I can become better? Because leaders and a boss leads from the back. Yeah. Go do this, go do this, go do this. You didn't You didn't do enough of this. A leader leads, I'm sorry, a boss leads from the back, but a leader leads from the front. A leader leads by example. And we get to lead by example. And then it rises, right? Rising A rising tide lifts all boats. So when you lead from the front, now other people are gonna want to step into that. Other people are gonna wanna grow into that. They're gonna wanna follow you by choice, not because they have to. And that was something that I've learned over the last five years in this industry was, okay, if I saw the example of lack of leadership or leaders I don't wanna be, what is, what is the opposite? What do I wanna be? How do I wanna be so that I attract more people that want to follow me? Yeah. You know, and, and I think of Jesus, I don't know how religious you are, but I think of Jesus, like Jesus didn't go out there and, you know, try to tell people what to do. He was just being that and yeah. people chose to follow him. And he created a massive following how many thousands of years later, but we choose to follow people, right? Success leaves clues. Find someone who has what you want, do what they do, follow them. But it took me years. I am by far not perfect. Again, like <laughs> I, I really want to be real because people are like, oh, your life is so perfect. No, 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 please. Like I've made major mistakes. I make mistakes every day, but I take the lesson and I find the gift in the mistake. I find the lesson and the learning in, in what I did in the past that didn't work. Yeah. How can I be different? How can I choose to step into a different role, a different version of me. So if I Mandy right now, what does that Mandy tomorrow look like? And I'd be her today. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'd imagine once people get a chance to watch this, they're gonna have plenty of questions for you about gut health, about all different areas of expertise that you have. So 
If people want to get in touch with you, Mandy, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? On social media. Honestly, I I don't have a virtual assistant. There's no bots. I go into my DMs and I personally message people back. Um, But Mandy White Escalin on both Instagram and on uh, on Facebook, on TikTok, it's the same because I believe that that I am the brand, right? Like I've been through so much and I have so many stories to share to inspire people. So that's me on social media, but I will message people back. Like you can find me, I I will be the personal one to message you back. But whether it's about mental wellness, whether it's about gut health, whether it's about, you know, some of the mind power mindsets work that I've done, I am happy and transparent to help anyone because I know that that's my purpose here is to help other people become the best versions of themselves. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking your time to be on the show, Mandy. And you guys heard it. If you want to get in touch with her, best way is Instagram or Facebook, Mandy White Escalin. Thank you so much for having me today. Appreciate Appreciate you.